Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 64, The Night House. Beth, a primary school teacher, loses her husband to suicide. My husband took the boat out on the lake. He took a a handgun that I didn't even know that we owned and... Did he leave a note? He did. And welcome back to the podcast. So, we are reviewing The Night House. Tonight we have with us Larry. Hello. And Ewan. Hello. No Jess tonight. She's uh, not very well, apparently. Um, Not sure if she went out and had a few last night. Who knows? But I'm Kev. So, yeah, the night house this week. What have we been up to? So Larry missed the last one. So he must have been doing something very, very important, I would have thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, I... um, So basically, um, as I mentioned just uh, before, when we were talking just beforehand, very much just been working on, like, uh, a small little animation series that... um, want to do which all of the episodes are about like three minutes yeah but yeah um other than that just um kind of like the wind down from christmas um a new year which was cool um and yeah um watching a bunch of stuff there's a lot of stuff that was put onto disney um yeah over christmas it was like hawkeye and stuff and then they've put more stuff like star wars stuff so yeah it's been it's been good been good but not not anything too interesting though well, I'd like to. I don't. You, you may have listened to the last podcast, but as I you did. can imagine, at the end of the Matrix, I was standing there clapping and whoop whooping. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, have you seen I, it yet? Darren? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can imagine you really enjoyed it and was. <laughs> I was to actually to be it fair. Was all, I will what say, do you think, honestly? I I was really split down the middle because for every, I think I even wrote this in in the in the group chat i for everything it did that i really liked there was equally something where i was like why so i so i thought when it really embraced what it was going for and it was like okay here we go we're in the middle section of the film it was i had a lot of fun with it but i thought there was like the the beginning especially where it was very meta with itself yeah going like there was like literally there was a scene where they have a group of people around a board table uh, and they're all game developers with Keanu Reeves sat there as, you know, Neo, not knowing who he is. And all of them are talking about the next game, The Matrix. But it's it's so cringy because they sit there well, and they're I like... I thought that, yeah. They're they like, could the, remove that. They're like, The Matrix. Oh, what what is The Matrix to people? And they're like, no, nah, Matrix is cool action and dodging bullets. And then someone else comes in and goes, no, no, no. No, no, it's about the cool, sexy outfits. No one cares about the plot, and you're just like, "Oh God, stop!" <laughs> it's like, please. It's really, it's really not selling it to me. I mean, to, to be honest, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not a massive Matrix fan, to be fair. But it's just like <laughs> the all the stuff that people have been talking about, even like the positive stuff of how how like metatextual it is. I'm just like, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really well, that's, care that's if it problem. references itself, and I don't. I don't. Yeah. That's, that's not attractive to me as a that, you know, yeah. <laughs> as someone who. But doesn't it explains really. why it's doing it, so it kind of it's, fits it's, in. It's just cringy. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just it's just tricky because I I like I've heard some like stuff about the behind the scenes production of how like uh, Warner Brothers were basically like, oh, we'll we'll make the film without you, um, the, the yeah. director, and so I can understand from maybe their point of view of being like i'm gonna do what i what i want but when you've got like a trilogy and i know a lot of people aren't exactly overjoyed with like the second or the third one because the first one is just like um lightning in a bottle it's it's so good um but i i do think that when you've got a trilogy of films that work very well even if you're not too keen on one or two of them when you then go on to this film, which is very heavily, clearly marketed for like the new generation of being like, whoa, fucking remember the Matrix? Yeah, whoa. <laughs> it's a yeah. bit like, 
I don't know. I, but again, I, I can't, you know, I won't lie. I, I didn't think it was horrible, but my dad's kind of the same in that he loves the Matrix franchise and he's kind of refused to give it a go from what I've talked about. <laughs> he's like, no, he's like, I'm I'm good. He's like, every time you mention it, I don't want to see it more. And I'm just like, no, so, give it a go. Another question on that. Did you play that demo? I did. I did. I, I, I was gobsmacked at times playing that. Mm, and was, and what, if GTA... What, what... What if demo? GTA plays like that, um, there, there's a Matrix demo game out there at the moment on, I think it's on PS, PS5 as well, is it? And, yeah, and Xbox you, you'll, be able, you'll be able to play it. You'll be able to it's, play it. It's a free demo, and it's just, if GTA looks like that, I can't wait. Yeah, it's, it's it all, looks incredible at it's times. All sh- it's all showcasing the new Unreal Engine, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And essentially, essentially, they have like a bit of a story bit at the beginning, like which couple of minutes you like, you know, I won't spoil it for you to go in, but as, like going into it. But essentially, the premise is once you got past that, you're just in this open sandbox of a city, and you can like change all the settings to see like how it's running and you know what what they're doing. But as as Kev said, it's it's ridiculous. Like it just if it like again if GTA is like that, then it will be ridiculously amazing. Mm. It's it's cool. Get downloading it's cool. it. It's it's. Yeah, I was gobsmacked. And there is some shooting. You're in a vehicle, aren't you? Shooting Ooh. at other vehicles and things like that. And it, yeah, I don't know how much control you actually have over that, but it does look amazing. It really yeah. does. So get, get get on it. So what have you been up to, Ewan? A week of uh, uh, going to the cinemas? Uh, well, on mostly TV, actually. Mostly just <laughs> watching TV. Um, I'll probably get get to it later. But I mean, you know, stuff like, I mean, Euphoria started this week. Uh, or, or restarted this week, the, the second season which we talked about last time, and, and I, I, I've got to reiterate that it is fucking incredible. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are lots of mixed feelings on uh, on sort of like uh, on certain websites, certain people giving it sort of two and three stars. But I, but I've looked at reviews, and some of them are just are just based on the fact that they were very shocked by what they saw, and a lot of them are sort of saying it's more shocking than substantial and i i don't really agree with that but i can understand why people would be sort of put out by like the various things that happen in in the tv series um but no i i've been mostly sort of sort of again reviewing stuff um we're trying to write this book it's sort of very very slow progress it's it's, it's like I, i've been trying to do like a page a day but even that's quite that's quite difficult um but you know going strong with it so yeah that's pretty much it nice I've had a like a funny week really. It's been quite busy with work, but um, and then customers cancelling on me last minute. Um, but I ended up playing, and you might laugh at this and find it extremely sad. But um, my son talked me into playing Fortnite with him. Oh, and, oh no, uh, I, I've been playing that ridiculously. So, really. <laughs> yeah. so I've, I, been, uh... I've been playing Fortnite duos with with the boy, and like, although I don't build, I'm, I'm certainly um we're winning a lot like and i mean I can't a lot build, i can't build for no shit. i don't i don't gonna... tend to build it, but my, my son does he builds his thing i can't remember what he calls it um but yeah he builds all these things i'm just sat there at the bottom just shooting people occasionally um but yeah it's a lot of fun though because apparently the game's dead but there always seems to be a lot of people playing it so um, well, when i when i last logged on they yeah. have that like season pass and yeah. i again i the last time I played Fortnite was years ago um, with uh, a, f- uh, a friend of mine called Reese. Um, when it first, like, kind of was like just the bare knuckles of it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it's evolved ridiculously. Mm. And I, I re-downloaded it and was like, you know, I'll give it a few games just as like one of those games that I can jump into because it's a free to play. Very similar to like obviously like Apex and, yeah, and yeah. Warzone stuff like that, but yeah, I ended up fucking buying the season pass and then <laughs> trying to and and event, eventually getting the Spider Man skin. So <laughs> if that shows go. a level, if that shows a level of uh, <laughs> if that shows a level of dedication to a bloody free to play game, I don't know what because <laughs> wasn't there like a controversy about a controversy about it because like PUBG came out first and then. 
I think like the developers of Fortnite were like, well, we've got to come up with something. And then they come mm. up with Fortnite. And I think Fortnite was available on like consoles and stuff. So that ends up being the more popular game. And then eventually mm-hmm. PUBG sort of expanded to consoles, the consoles and it was a bit more bit more easier but yeah I, it was it was it was a weird time it was a weird like i think that was in like 2016 or something yeah it was a yeah weird, yeah well PUBG, PUBG for me and this is only a personal thing because i'm sure that there'll be people out there who have like way more information on it but for me PUBG, it was good but it just wouldn't it took it so long to run properly like you, yeah. you'd load in and all the textures would just be fucked right. and you'd just be like oh great what am i playing and then Fortnite comes along and like you said is on consoles and i again i only played it a couple of games and even i was a bit like i don't like this at that point but then you've got like warzone now and apex and every other bloody game under the sun that's doing battle royales so i'm just like mm. we don't need any more of that like, please <laughs> for the love of christ <laughs> it's, it's fun no, no, I'm, I'm, i play it with my eight-year-old and he's better than i am obviously but um it is fun, and it's funny when I'm just meeting him on headphones, chatting away, and when mm. I say bogey at 10 o'clock, he's got no idea what I'm talking about. Or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, it's great fun. Anyway, we've lost all our listeners. That. <laughs> um, you know, if you want to play Fortnite with us, uh, maybe our Swedish or American listeners, Give us a shout how much fun we could have. So, uh, yeah. So, shall we move on to the film, which is our episode 64, The Night House? Um, this is unusual for the Bones Horror podcast that this is a new film. I think it was released this year. It was last year. Um, was it last year? Last, yeah. So, it's streaming at the moment on the Disney Channel in the UK. Um, I presume in America it's out there. Um, directed by. Oh, this is where oh, my writing is so terrible. So it was directed <laughs> by David Bruckner, right? And I should know this because one of my favorite books over the last few years was The Ritual by Adam Neville. Um, and I bought the movie, and I, I actually I do really like it. So I can see the, the similarities in the way it's filmed at times. Um, have you seen The Ritual? Yeah, I, I, I saw it at the cinema. I think I, I think I went to a, one of those, you know, Odeon Seen Unseen things. It yeah, was the, it was the ritual. It was funny, really, because it, it was one of those cases where I, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as everyone else, but I really admired the effort that it went through to create something, which was, um, it, it seemed like quite, even though if it, it's basically, you know, lads get lost in the forest with like monsters and there's a cult in it as well it it, it's it seemed like the way in the way it was made it was like it was quite original and i thought it was it was really funny as well and it was um it was quite interesting so yeah i I didn't like as much as everyone else but i i admired the effort i thought it was pretty perfect it's one i revisit a lot um the one about the four guys who like yeah uh, they're in sweden uh, or somewhere yeah yeah. somewhere like that with trolls and shit like that living there um but I love the monster in that though. Yeah, like, when they reveal when they reveal that 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 is something that I think again just kind of similar to me with the Babadook, where I was like, oh, it's yeah. quite a good design and quite a good monster idea. Yeah, I loved it. So it starred Rebecca Hall as Beth and Sarah Goldberg as Claire, and runtime is 110 minutes, so quite a long one. I don't know. Something's going on lately because I can't see how much these films are costing to make. Um, but the box office was fifteen million. Um, but it's not bad. Yeah, because I don't even. I don't think I saw anything for it at the cinema. It was no. quite. It was quite as uh, a limited release. I, I, I know it was. Um, it was on a few screenings in London, um, but I, I I didn't go to them. But I think so I the- think it did all, all right for. But it was. Yeah, the budget would have been below fifteen, wouldn't it? I would have thought. Well, hopefully, it's not that. Much I was gonna going to say if it, if it exceeded fifteen, I'd just be a bit like. Yeah, Where I mean, it certainly go? looks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it certainly looks below. It looks like a. I mean, not quite low budget, but like maybe a million after yeah. low budget. You know. But there is some clever stuff going on there, and we can talk about that in a bit. But um, well, I don't know how much those clever bits cost. Um, <laughs> to which clever bits are you referring well, to? Well, <laughs> you know, the, the bits like um, when you see silhouettes and things. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, 
and the way that it moves. And I just thought it was quite clever. Anyway, let's not go into that yet. So Rotten Tomatoes, what are we thinking? Hmm. Well, I'm, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is interesting yeah, cause go, I, well because I because I I'm not sure if it was actually that well received, and I'm not sure if it, 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 this sounds patronising. I don't mean to be patronising, but I, I feel like it's the sort of film if audiences went in expecting a an uh, an all out horror film, I I reckon many audiences would be disappointed. I, I will just say that I wasn't disappointed. I really liked the film, but I I reckon love so maybe. 65 okay so i was i was gonna go i was gonna go a little bit higher literally by 10 i was gonna say 75 only because i feel as though (laughs) the people who probably did go and see it like maybe reviewers and and Mm. stuff like that i feel as though they might respond positively although this could just blow out the water and we figure out it's got 30 so (laughs) so the old tomato meter which is the uh people that the critics i suppose they scored at 87%, and the audience scored it 69 which is kind of what you're saying, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah. well, yeah, literally. Um, I, I would, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about boners later, but, like, yeah, it's it's a good one. Um, right. Mm. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> this will be interesting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't written too much about this at all because there's so much that confused me and I've watched it twice and on the first occasion I watched it, um, I don't think I got it unless I did get it and the second time I watched it, I got something else. Am I making sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so if I take it literally that... With spoilers coming up quite quickly on this. So if you haven't seen it, you, you need to kind of switch this podcast off now, really. Um, her husband kills himself. Now, mm. the way it comes across to me on the first watch that she is... Um, I don't think it comes across as there's a ghost or anything like that, but that she comes across that she finds out that her husband isn't who she thought he was, as in um, the women he was seeing, the bodies Mm -hmm. that she finds, and it comes across that he's a serial killer and she had no idea, blah, blah, blah. Am I right? Yeah. On a first watch? I don't know if you got potentially this what I got from the second watch, um, as in <laughs> I hate doing this because like yeah. I got if I'd only watched it once, I'd have gone oh that that that's what happened. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So this the second watch, you kind of start <laughs> thinking, you know, he's protecting her because there is she died. The listeners are going to love this. So at some point, she died for a little while and should have gone with death to uh, wherever he's going to take her, hell or heaven or whatever. Um, But she escaped him and he's been looking for ever since. And for some reason, her husband knew that and made a house that was kind of a mirror image of it to hide her and kept killing women who looked a bit like her. So... You know, death or whatever his name is would think, ah, now that's her dealt with. She's, but it didn't work like that. So mm. he kept killing people. And am I on the right track? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, um, well, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say there's like, I mean, so, but they're, they're, they're mirror images, aren't they? These these houses or is is there two houses? This is where well, I'm getting confused. Well, well, so so. And this again, it'll be interesting to see what what 
we all think. But for me... But don't start throwing out interpretation points. But didn't you just give down. us your interpretation? Yeah. Just well, well, I suppose, but like, I've got two different interpretations, so I'm, I'm well, confused well, at the best of times, as you know, Ewan. So, <laughs> well, so, so I, would, I, would just throw, I would just throw another one in there, which is for, me, per, for me personally, yeah. Yeah. I, for one, what I got from it, was that she, uh, she had experienced death and and had died for a cons- uh, I think it was like four was it four yeah, minutes four minutes yeah um and for me personally because everything that's just been said is is bang on the money like there there are like which is unusual opposite. for me isn't it <laughs> well no but like you know <laughs> but like there, there are there are two opposite houses yeah she is like getting stalked by something but for me what I took away from it is that um she she experienced that and then her husband uh you know sadly kills himself um but then for me what i got from it was that she is very much a heavy alcoholic which is which is showcased a lot through the film and i from what i got from it is that her husband was probably cheating on her with a fair amount of different people as the you know as the when they when she confronts that lady um and she's like look look you know he he, he asked me for a drink we, we didn't sleep together you know i went round your house but i swear we didn't we, we didn't do anything other than that i left and i think that she invents this kind of mythical story in her head where it's a deeper subplot where it's like oh my god he was he was killing these women and it was like a sacrifice to death whereas um i think that it's it, the whole film is essentially about grieving, like the grieving process, and that she wraps herself so much in alcoholism to overcome that that she starts inventing these very whimsical, you know, scenarios of like there's a mirror dimension, and in that mirror dimension is where he's hidden the bodies, which there's no record of another house, there's no record of any bodies, um, and that then from that you know especially with the the ending um where she ends up in this a similar position where she wants to take her own life on the boat and um is it claire is that her name claire who like goes out to the goes out to the boat and then is very much like keeps asking her are you here with me basically saying like you know kind of come back to us in a sense of don't get your head wrapped around through that alcoholism and allowing yourself to fall into a deeper set of depression. But equally, I did like how the film posed those two things and kind of made it like, oh, is it a ghost or demon? Is it death or is it that? So that was what from what I. So you're just it. blaming it all on the liquor. Basically. Well, she in in every in, nearly in every yeah. shot when she's like trying to figure <laughs> something out, she pulls out a brandy and will like he- like pour out drink another one drink like even when she gets back like at the very beginning the very opening image if i remember correctly is her in the house looking out towards the lake and pouring herself a brandy mm. so again that's just what i got from it but um i did i did like it and it kind of poses that thing again of what do you, which which one do you like and which one do you want to <sighs> go for because i think if someone did argue there's a there's death and it's hunting her down the film does enough where you could go, yeah, okay, I that is a true factor. So I really liked the first opinion I had when I was thinking, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 I, know, I, I love that in a sort of like, you know, one of those televised debates. And yeah, yeah. Goes, so like, I really like the first not, opinion not, I had. I'm not saying you're wrong, but like the first time I watched it, I was like, well, you know, her husband was cheating and he killed all these people. And I'm like, I said, really? And he was a serial killer. And then I watched it a second time. I was like, it wasn't that. I didn't get it at all, did I? Um, and if it had just been like the first one, it would have been amazing, you know? And, <laughs> and there had been occasional ghost upsetting her. But, um, but I, but anyway, it's, anyway. But, so but you it's interesting because I, because I, um, I, I, th- I think my, my my sort of point of view is slightly similar to Lawrence's in that I think it's it's mostly psychological in that. I mean, I personally think they're, it wasn't so much a matter of ghosts as a matter of 
um, what's going on in her head and how she's been psychologically affected by everything that's happened to her. And I think that's mainly due to the dream she's having and the confusion she's uh, has between, you know, dreams and reality. And I mean, how I interpreted it was that she was sort of desperate to try and figure out the reason why uh, her, her husband killed it, killed, killed himself. And she, she's been trying to figure out why, uh, and she's been looking through these things um, and, uh, and 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 trying to figure out. And also uh, with with the dreams, it, it's quite an interesting thing because I've been <laughs> not to sort of toot my own hit on horn here, but I I read I've been reading a book recently specifically on dreams. It's called um, Why We Dream by Alice Robb, and she and she sort of prop, sort of uh, puts the hypothesis forward that one of the reasons why we dream is so we can figure out problems in reality. And you can kind of see that in this film. I mean, obviously it's my interpretation and this might not be what, what the director intended, but it, you can kind of see how she's trying to figure out um, these problems. And through her dream, she sort of has her own very abstract answers. And it's also really interesting how the film approaches dreams in that there's kind of uh, kind of optical illusions, which are very well shot and filmed where she essentially sees a sort of a curve in a wall and she interprets that through her perspective as like the outline of a person and I thought that was really cleverly done because that's the sort of thing that you would dream about and you'd have trouble describing that to someone when you wake up if you were to tell if you were to remember that dream you would find that really difficult to describe and you you can see certain dialogues in the film where someone tries to describe their dreams and it's that classic thing where they say oh and then this happened and this happened oh I didn't know this happened and it's quite I, I, I thought that was great um and and I, I yeah I kind of think it, it's her trying it, it, the whole film is her trying to figure out why that's the case or why she's he's done this as well as trying to come to terms with the fact that she believes uh, nothing happens after death uh, after she had that accident a few years prior and I think I think also I mean it's interesting you were saying that earlier Kev that you thought that sort of that presence that she sort of senses is it is actually death whereas i i think it's like i I didn't actually think of it like that but at the time i sort of interpreted it as a sort of an embodiment of nothing that kind of like yeah is penetrating her mind because she's clearly not okay with the fact that there's nothing after death if if that's Mm. that's indeed what she saw um and I think uh, it's, it's her trying to come to... It's also, it's, it's even more depression. I mean, she's basically suicidal after um, after her after her husband killed herself. And I think it's quite interesting where you sort of examine that friendship she has with Claire, um, played by Sarah Goldberg, who's also in um, Barry with Bill Hader, um, a very good series. And yeah, very good. it's sort of, um, it's quite interesting how she's... Claire is her kind of anchor to reality in some ways in that she she's basically her only friend or her only best friend and who understands her and stuff and it's quite it, it was that's it, what made the ending quite quite nice in a way in that it's sort of um, Beth is basically on the edge of killing herself and then it's only through Claire's efforts that she's able to pull herself back out of it and I, and I think that's an, like a real I mean we'll talk I saw the first couple of episodes of um afterlife recently the Ricky Gervais thing and the whole thing with that is that is a man who who wants to kill himself like pretty much every day but um there's always another thing which makes him stop it uh, yeah. uh, considering that and I think that that ending kind of represents that kind of feeling I think uh and it's um so, so yeah I, I I think it's all a kind of a kind of her trying to figure out things uh via dreams and often these other things come up as well so i mean the whole whole sort of bodies under the house thing i i sort of wonder whether that's an actual um uh an actual thing that happened or it's it's just her like desperately trying to figure out why he killed himself um so she goes to an extreme uh direction but yeah that's how i leave a note he left a note didn't he well he leaves a note Mm -hmm. but when she's reading it out, that was something where that's where for me things like it started to click into place because I don't know, I can't remember if actually we even see, we see a note, but we don't, I don't think we visually see 
his wording on it. Mm. And to again, to me, because again, like we were talking about, like just a minute ago with dreams, like the film opens very like hard opening of just like, oh, where are we? What's mm. gone on? And kind of similar to a dream where like usually, and you know, to quote Inception here, but you can never really remember the beginning or an end of your dream <sighs> it just kind of happens and you try and piece it together. Um, but yeah, like again, like similar to what you said, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that there was a house full of bodies for ritual sacrifice. I think that because when she goes and tries to uncover it, and she starts, she you know she finds pictures on the on the phone of other women. Mm-hmm. To me, what sh- again? It, to me, this is just what I get. But I feel as though what what happens is she she obviously like. Did she meet that woman she, though? I think she does. She yeah, yeah, she. I think she does. But then again, in in contrast to it, she's very like you know you've been sleeping <sighs> with my husband, and then this girl's like you know oh he invited me back home, we didn't do anything, but like you know blah blah blah. So I feel as though it's hinted at the fact of he's been seeing other people, <laughs> and probably has maybe like you know in 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 his own little. Way. There was another household, weren't there? And well, well, there might have been, there m- may have been. <laughs> so, like, it was to interpretation, isn't it, listeners? <laughs> but they, but they well, think, but sorry, just, just to sort of go back to um, his meet, her meeting um, the other woman, so to speak. This this might mm. be a completely left field interpretation, but I, I, I considered that um, that sh- she was meeting her younger self in yeah, a strange yeah. way because i also think like because she because she literally like she only finds her because of the pictures that he she finds on the thing and it looks exactly like her and then it goes back and there's okay this is a diff- different person i'll go and see her at the library and the fact that at this particular library is all the stuff that she finds in her house about mm-hmm. um I, I can't remember the name of it but you know all, all the weird shit that <laughs> that that she the, reads the in maze her house, the, the maze, maze stuff, stuff. In the labyrinth and the, and the methods of like keeping ghosts at bay and stuff like that 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 those books were available in that library and i feel like um i I feel like that that's again going by dream interpretation is it's sort of i feel like that's her way of trying to figure out everything um but yeah well it kind of it reminded me as well like of what prisoners um does which i won't go into spoilers of prisoners like where yeah yeah (laughs) just general prisoners um no when um when they showcase like the symbolism of um of the maze of and in prisoners again it's not a spoiler to to say but um it's like an interpretation of like the mind so i feel as though it's a very similar thing where it's like in one way you could look at it and be like oh it's a maze and i've got to figure out the answers and it's all like clues and how do i figure out the ghost that's chasing me or whatever but then I feel as though it is literally she's looking almost at a picture of her head where it's like i need to figure out what's going on um but yeah, but, the, but the, I I liked as well, like where she went to, where she was walking through the woods trying to find the house, and that, that guy that she meets is basically like, oh, I didn't want to ruin your happiness because you seemed quite happy with him, but like, yeah, I've seen him walking through the woods with like a few women, um, <laughs> and but yeah, to, to, for me personally, for, again, it's one of those tricky ones where it's like on paper. And saying it aloud, it's like, yeah, cool concept. I just didn't like it. To me, it felt like a film that I, I don't want to be harsh to it because I did enjoy it in some aspects. But there were just moments in it where I was like, this could have been done much better. Um, <laughs> I really didn't like any of the ghost stuff. In really? fact, whenever when it, like I, d- I didn't mind the house bit where she mm. went into this other house and she found the bodies. Mm. I thought that was very well done. But there were just moments in it where I was like, it just again, I, again, this is I, I look at like I look at like other films that have done it again. Another just to reference it back again, but like Babadook, where that film is very much like, oh, is it real or isn't it real? Is it in her head or is it actually happening? And like, we should I do know, that film. Oh, okay. I didn't. I thought we. I didn't realize we, that. We've never. Done. We've never done it. It is a favorite, but obviously, I'm. I want to know what your interpretation of it is. Because obviously uh, I've got an interpretation. It's probably wrong. 
But um, we'll switch it up. We were doing the night house. Let's do Babadook. So anyway, no. So it's um, it's it's a similar, it's like it's a similar thing basically. Like obviously, I'll go into it more like when we actually, if we do the Babadook. Yeah, we but, will. But yeah. for me, the Babadook, I'm of a similar opinion of where it's like it's in her head, and the Babadook is her interpretation of her son. Of, the, of but he's this, annoying like, that son, isn't he? Well, exactly. Well, exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> that was my so, boy, mate. Oh my god! <laughs> but that's but that's that's where this for me for me that's where this film was so let down because for every concept where it's like you know what's going on, what you know the mystery, which I really did like in this film, I just thought it felt really kind of there were just moments of it where I was like, why why have you chosen to do this? Like I was like, you could have you could have really made it like and maybe it's because um i i'm too involved with maybe a2 force horror (laughs) but when when i watch those films like the creativity that gets pumped into them of like of of what's going on or, or just in creativity or stuff when i see like footprints on the floor getting slowly closer i'm just like ugh. it's like oh cool there's, there's a ghoulie there's a ghoulie it's like and then you get somebody reaching out being like Whoa. and it's just like okay cool i just i don't care but again it, it wasn't it wasn't don't get me wrong it's not a bad film it's a very good film but i just think that there are moments in it where for me when I was watching it, there were moments when when th- that sort of stuff would happen. Like there's a moment where he pulls her into like a mirror, mm. and I was just like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Like what? Like great? I was like, <laughs> "Cool." I was like, "Oh, look, we're in a mirrored house, and it's opposite your lake." It's like, "Whoa, no, cool." No, I, 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 I like that stuff. I like that stuff. And it's sort of um, it, it, it's funny you say that. Like in terms of like. Uh, because you're comparing it sort of a a two four and stuff like that. Because I because I think this this I mean I don't know I don't know the budget of this movie, but it did it did look like a low budget. And I feel like mm. I quite I I quite like the fact that they didn't um, try and go and do stuff that wasn't in their budget. Like, you, oh no, yeah, definitely. They should have. Their budget was fine. Yeah. I just you know I you know like... how uh, this may be very derogatory to my own kind, but <laughs> you know how like film students try to do too much in yeah. a in a film that is just not in their budget at all, so they resort to cheaper software and stuff like that. I'm yeah. I'm really glad that this movie didn't really do that. It it, rel- it 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 got to the level and it did what it could be uh, potentially do and I, I I agree to a point that I didn't find it very scary as a film. Um, no, it, I was all. certainly I, I was filled with a lot of existential dread, which I like in a horror film. To be honest, yeah, I like I like that aspect of it as well. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, it might be because I have a <laughs> I, I I have this weird fear of mirrors. In general, well, it's, it's like it's, it's just a weird thing I have where I just I just it, it is that thing where I just look at it and it's not everything's not exactly in the right place and the writing's the wrong way around. That's why I kind of I, I kind of liked when she goes into that mirror world and she sees that the clock is different. You know, is, mm. is it sort of flipped, so to speak? And I quite like that sort of weird uncertainty of where she is and. Mm. Um, and I re- yeah, and I really like the sort of the, the the shadow ghosts and stuff that are sort of hiding in the crevices and everything like that. Because I kind of, mm. I, I I mean, I think you need that for 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 a last act. But I, I thought I was quite I was quite um, engaged with it. Um, there were times when I thought that the that I mean I've said this about certain film. I think I said this about the Empty Man as well, where mm. it, the, the the shooting was a bit basic in some ways i, I don't want yeah. to have, have a go at the cinematographer because you know even the most basic shot is is not simple at all but it's that it's that thing where it, it just it just felt too ordinary at times until it wasn't ordinary um, that's that's kind of what my problem was as well though because that that's kind of what i mean by i don't think the the concept of the film is great like i like and like you said about mirrors like um a similar thing in that they are like weird and there's you know i don't know if you've ever seen the film mirrors but no would recommend would recommend that is that, that keith sutherland yeah again surprisingly yeah it's a really good. decent film yeah um but like i just i found that there were just moments like especially where there was a moment where she sees her her husband and he's like 
you know, the typical like, oh, we'll whack this shot into After Effects and we'll darken his eyes a bit and we'll make sure his skin, the pigmentation of his skin's yeah. really bright. And it's like, yeah. and it's just like, for me, like, as you said, when you see the silhouettes and stuff, that was those moments where I was mm. like, this is cool. I was like, because this is, this it leans into that sort of like, what's going on. But when it's just matey stood there in front of the camera like whispering going like oh, fucking I was just like I was just a bit like I was just a bit like for, for me personally I was a bit like well the this could have taken a second moment just to be like how can we make this again I'm not saying again it's not a bad film I just there were moments in it where I just thought okay this could be elevated a bit better because of what they're doing in the film. There are moments, like you said, that are really good. Mm. Especially like, you know, when she does look at the clock and it's all back was like, again, those moments, they're cool, but it's just, they're just, for me, there were too many moments where I was sat there just like kind of rolling my eyes a bit, <laughs> like for fuck's sake. Okay, here we go. Cool. <laughs> and then, like you said, the final act, like I understand that they need that, but I don't know. I, I, I almost want, some just something a bit different like i know that it's like a thing where it's like oh we need a big third act or like we need like the the whatever but i'd almost have really appreciated it if it had been a little bit more in tune of what it was going for before mm. rather than like oh no i'm in the mirror dimension and oh the god the big ghosty ghouly ghosty ghoul <laughs> <laughs> but i kind of like because it kind of it kind of goes it kind of it almost follows the dream logic in some ways in that it kind of it it I, I like the fact that the lead up to it is quite um is almost like I mean the last act is almost like blown up compared to the the two acts leading up however many, however many acts um, leading up to it um because I think it kind of it kind of goes off in really weird directions and I I, I kind Ooh. of I kind of like again like 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 the empty man or though I in some ways I think the empty man did this better but it was it, it's a sort of it's, it, but it was sort of constricted this thing and are you sort of i don't know i i i i kind of like the sort of weird directions it goes and it's sort of yeah it is confusing and i and i yeah i enjoy it so if we were to give it bonus all right what'd you reckon larry i'd reckon a six out of ten for me a, sol- a, sol- a solid six because solid again six. it's 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 not it's not bad by any means it's a it's a good film and i would recommend it and say like yeah people should watch it and you might come away with something completely different for me it just falls flat a little bit on just just small things where on a personal level but on a film level yeah it's it's not a bad film i've seen 10 times worse bad films so it's all fine there how about you ewan um, I th- I think I'd give it um, an eight. Actually, I think um, I think there are a few things that sort of niggle me. So so again, the way it's shot, I think they could have um, made it a bit a bit more original as how it's shot. And also, I, I kind of wanted more um, from the friendship she had with Claire because I think I wanted I I wanted to know more about it and I wanted to see you know where they met or what you know what they did in their lives. As it is, it's pretty much just their scenes together um and i kind of wants more back because she because claire as i said before is, is essentially her anchor into the real in the real world and, and where you know it, it's her only like love essentially in the world it is through claire so i got i kind of wanted a bit more backstory for that but um overall i, I thought it was very good uh, and, and it went by very quickly i i thought for for yeah. an hour 40 I, I i thought it went by really quickly and i and i think that must mean i enjoyed it and i, lo- I love as you know lawrence and kev probably I, i'm really into dream stuff so this was this sort of t- yeah, ticked yeah, yeah. a lot of my boxes <laughs> well i mean we did we did do that film in in uni i believe called nightmares if you remember <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so technically, technically, if you want to be like objective, I mean, I don't know. Did they steal the concept? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> what, uh, what, what was that then? Is that, uh, is that an uh, old film? That was <laughs> one of our films that, that you came sick- up with. Yeah, wasn't it a six, the, yeah. for our 16 mil project or something? Yeah, we, we, so we did a 16. So in, I won't, I'll try and speed through this. We did a, we did like, in each year you had to do like a certain specific type of film or like music video or you know da 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 and in one of them you had to do a 16 millimeter uh film project um and we had to come up with a concept and essentially we came uh i 
I think, we, I think I it was someone remember. else's script. Um, yeah, it we, was. Yeah, yeah we, I was going to say it wasn't our concept actually. No. So yeah, just to, to, just to go back on myself, I think they stole a concept from somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, we 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 all had to write a script. Um, we had to hand it in, and then it would like each group would choose which script I believe, or was it handed? Out? I can't remember. I but can't essentially, remember now, we, but yeah, we yeah. We shot that script, but it's just a very similar premise where, yeah. like, there's a girl going through her her nightmares. And it's like each level yeah, of nightmare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, good. Check it out. I is don't know where it is. On, is that out there on YouTube? Why am I think I, 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 it is. It is somewhere because <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> but yeah, I'll try and yeah. find that anyway. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a seven uh, because I would give it an eight, but. I'm not sure what version of the film in my head I like more. Mm. Um, <laughs> nice. Because I've watched two films, basically, with mm. my two different understandings of them. And then, obviously, Larry's um, as well now, to add in there. But I enjoyed oh, it. Man. It was... It, yeah, <laughs> uh, well, yours, is, uh, your, yours I get I was gonna doing. Say, I, I get <laughs> yours. So, like, I, there's bits of that. Um, but mine's, mine's just about alcoholism. Yeah. To be fair. Exactly. <laughs> I like a beer, but God, that don't happen to me. No. So no, I, no. Like, <laughs> imagine how was your how was your week been? Well, I had a fucking pretty oh, intense one. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna give it seven. So like I say, you look at yeah, it's a seven, isn't it? So it's it's a pretty it's a good one. Mm. Um. It's a good film. I did enjoy it. And we would highly recommend it to our listeners. Um, give it a go. It's on Disney, I think. Um, Maybe Disney have a Plus. beer while you're watching it. Uh, have a, <laughs> or or have like, a bottle of or brandy. Yeah, yeah, have a bottle or of like, brandy. Or, or, not, two. or nine <laughs> no, glasses <laughs> of wine. <laughs> don't no, have those don't. little cans of beer that you all drink. That's, that's just weird. And just, to cover, and just to cover our asses, we do not endorse drinking. I do. <laughs> yeah, bollocks to you, Larry. Yeah, you get it down. Yeah. More merrier, as they say. So, uh, this is about the time of the show where we we say, uh, let's move on. Just a to bunch what of we watch this week. Oh yeah, bunch, let's move on. A bunch on. of Fortnite listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a drink, get fucked. Yeah. Anyway, let's Sorry, move on to what we watch this week. What have you been watching? No, seriously. What have you been watching? Right. Shall I go first? Shall I go first? Now, there was a little-known film. I don't think it's a little-known film. On my Apple, on iTunes, I get these horror movies pop up. One of them's called The Soul Collector, which I thought sounded quite interesting. Um, So anyway, it cost me a couple of quid, which is £2 or... I don't know what that is in dollars, but, you know, probably three, three bucks. But <laughs> it's about it's a story of a bad guy who walks around with his daughter in a bag on his back. And, <laughs> sorry, sorry, right, sorry, right? sorry, sorry. Yeah, what, is, what are you talking so, about? This sounds film, like a horror movie. It is a horror movie. <laughs> so this guy, um, he is oh, something to do with uh, not, well, kind of black magic. Anyway. And I don't want to give it away too much. I always say this with, with stuff I watched this week. But um, he has his daughter on his back in a bag. And he takes her around. And she likes to either drain people of their soul or whatever. And it's obviously the soul collector. Um, but I think it's worth a visit. Um, I'm not sure. I, I bought it on iTunes. So I'm not sure if it's on any of the uh, streaming sites yet. Um, but yeah, the Soul Collector, mm. an interesting one. Um, I finished Afterlife series two. I literally just finished it. Um, I, I was I was just talking to my wife about this earlier because she doesn't like Ricky Gervais, and I really do like him. And this Afterlife series, and I was just trying to explain that this guy had lost his wife, and she kind of. Between them, they videoed a lot of it, especially her kind of when she was not on the men. She was dying of cancer, and uh, she videoed a lot of her thoughts or and spoke to him. And you know, it's sad that 
he goes home from work every day and he sits there and watches these videos and like at the end of every one, he's nearly topping himself. Um, and I think it's incredibly well acted. Um, and it gets me every time. I think Ricky Gervais has got quite a talent for writing and, 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 and his acting and things. I don't know if you agree with that, guys, but for mm. me, he just does it so well. Um, yeah. And I know Series 3 literally yeah, just started, isn't it? Friday, yeah. So yes, yeah. Is that out? Yeah, yeah I think it literally came out, out. Yeah. Yesterday. Oh wow! I didn't. I I did not realize that. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen the first two, and I thought they were really good. Um, and I, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think Ricky Gervais has it's just. I don't know something about like his delivery. I think it's very. I think he understands his like the material. Obviously, it's his material, but I think he understands it so well that it comes across very um, genuine, think, rather than not coming across a bit like you know stunted and like. Uh, yeah. And and the supporting cast as well. There's a, I yeah. forget her name. Diane the, the, is that yeah. the woman from Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, the, the uh, mum. The, the the woman he meets like on the bench at one point. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's, that's, um, Pene- that's Sean's, Penelope Shaun's mum. Yeah, yeah Penelope she, Wilson, yeah. Everything I see her in, even if it's just something where like I might not be that in, like I've seen Dad watch a few, my dad watch a few things, and sh- she'll pop up, and every time I just think like. Why is what I hope she's got an Oscar, and if not, she should have one because uh, yeah. she's very good. <laughs> she is very good. I don't think she has an Oscar, but yeah, she's she is very good. Get her an Oscar. <laughs> I think it's because she's mainly on British telly. <laughs> is this the thing? True, true. Give her one for Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> so, 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 I only watched The Soul Collector this week, so I watched it quite a bit recently. But after going from Afterlife, I like. I kind of revisit the trailer part, boys, and I go from series one to 12 <laughs> constantly. I love that show. So that, I'm now on series t- <laughs> yeah, yes. so I I'm love on se- that show I'm, so I'm on, much. I'm on series 12 again. Fuck you, Leahy. Right, right. <laughs> so so I, good. Sad thing is that Mr. Leahy's really passed away in, in, in real life. Um, what? Yeah, the guy who plays him, John, is it John Bonsworth or Bosworth or something? I he, experienced two different emotions there, yeah. literally one after the other. I'm <laughs> really <laughs> happy he to had, really he sad. passed away in, in real life. Um, but it's such an incredible series, all of them. And Have you seen the film? Yeah, I've seen, what, four different films? And Not even, well, there's, you got, there, there's, if, if you look them up, I think. Netflix have quite a few of them. They, they even have one called Ooh. Swearnet as well, which is well worth a visit. I think Tom Ooh. Green's in that. In Swearnet, they play themselves, not not the actual characters, but the actors. Yeah, okay. Which are still a little bit similar. Um, and there's also they've got Trailer Park Tours where they go around Europe and... and they watch their podcast as well. Yeah. Their podcast is very But they're just, inc- they're just all incredible and... and I, I love it so much, and I literally I've I've done it four times now. And when, as soon as I finish this, I go back to series one and I do it again. And it's just been constant for the last I don't know how, how long I've had Netflix. Probably since series five six, I've been going mm. around in this loop. Um, and it's amazing. And Cal- I, I, Callum introduced me to that. I think it's a very UK humour as well to it. Um, it's just absolutely brilliant. So yeah. Done that again. If you haven't seen it, watch it because it's just incredible. It's so funny. Um, and I've been playing like uh, the Alien game on my Xbox Series X. Uh, what's it called? Isolation. Um, uh, I don't know if you. I don't know if you've ever played that. There's there's two that not the new one. I think that the original right. one where you're playing as uh, Ripley's daughter is it? Yeah, that's Isolation. That's yeah. really good. Um, so I've been making my way through that and dying constantly, as you can imagine. Um, but that's 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 fun, and that's pretty much what I've done this week. So, Larry, um, when you got a few weeks, I would have thought of uh, stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, I was going to say I've got quite a. But obviously, we've only few. got we've only got out well eight minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No pressure. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no pressure, Larry. Pick your favourites. Um, so I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife oh, eventually. I've not seen that yet. Really good. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'd give it eight out of ten. The the only reason why it's not like higher is just because, um, I I thought it was 
great and i like and i think it's definitely in my head um it's the third film of the trilogy because i know that i've seen like one or two reviews where they're like oh no it's it's this is just another cash grab or whatever but i actually really liked what it did i won't spoil anything but just what one thing i will say um and this is not a spoiler uh, of any details but what i really appreciated uh, about it was that in a film where they could have had a massive third act where it's like fight you know like from the first film where you're fighting you know the 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 big big uh, marshmallow stay puff guy yeah i really appreciated that this film took a different direction and was like instead of let's go big let's actually go more focused in on what the audience and people who love ghostbusters would really want and yeah it was good my only gripe is that and again this isn't a spoiler because it's it's very much in the trailer is that they do revisit ghosts from the first film and i was in my head i was a bit like i would have liked to have seen maybe something newish but then at the same time what they do with that material is is fantastic so that was really good um i started watching this animated series which i would recommend to everyone if you just want to turn your brain off and just have a really funny couple of minutes to yourself which is called smiling friends um you can pretty much i'm pretty sure if you just search it on google it'll come up it's on adult swim uh it's done by it's done by um some famous animators smiley friends smiling friends the the concept is basically just very simply is that it's all animated it's all a bit like kind of rick and morty ish and and other you know other genres like that but really really good it's just about two friends who try and make people smile but that's like an understatement it's very very good um i watched the descent again i showed i showed oh, it to somebody who hadn't, who hadn't seen it yeah um really good um again it just each time i watch it it just reminds me of like that's you know how to do a very effective horror um uh what else did i watch uh the book of boba fett I'm yeah. on episode three, uh, and me and you and spoke about it briefly at one point. Like I, you know, the first episode I was a bit iffy on. The second episode picked up, and then the third episode is my favorite so far. So I'm hoping that just continues and continues. Um, Hawkeye, obviously over Christmas, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Um, Spider Man. Far from home. No, no way. No home. way home. <laughs> home come coming. I'm coming home far from the home. <laughs> but there's no way home. Uh, yeah, that was that was really good. Uh, well, I enjoyed it. It, it. it it was it was it it was surprising. I mean, I had I had some. There was one issue for me, and I don't think it's a spoiler to say this because it is in the trailer, but. And there's memes about it now, which is quite funny. But when I saw it in cinema for the first time, I did sit there and think, why is Peter Parker asking everyone to forget <laughs> him rather than just saying, forget Mysterio and what he said? <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're gonna, that's that's true. not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> it's in the trailer. But for me, when I've watched it the first time, I did sit there and think, wow, okay, it's a pretty drastic direction. Um, <laughs> um there what was there's one there was another thing I watched which I was just about to go into. Spider-Man. It was literally on the tip of my tongue, but I've completely forgotten. Um, oh no, that's it, that's it. Sorry, it's not something I've watched. It's something that I cannot wait for. Uh, on Netflix on the twenty eighth of January, um, there is a new Korean horror film coming out, which is very similar to Train to Busan. Uh, Busan. Busan. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's set in a Korean school, and it's a zombie film. But oh, I, I would recommend yeah, check out yeah. check out that trailer. And then my last thing is A24 have another film coming out called X, which I watched the trailer for, which I am I'm I'm in. So A24, <laughs> I'm, A24 uh, what they make films? Yeah, a production company. Right. They're the they're the guys who made the Lighthouse, Midsummer, 
um, Green Knight, Hereditary. So a lot of interpretation lamb. stuff. <laughs> yeah, a lot of <laughs> they, they, they are they are very like not every film, but they are very. The reason why I like them is because they are very renowned for letting writers, directors, kind of take a uh, an idea that they want and doing it the way that they want rather than having really any i mean there will be obviously studio interference in some aspects but they are very much like you know and with the northman that's coming out the northman which again to say this quite a lot but i'm very surprised that a24 are not doing it it's done by focus features focus features which are good they make some very good films but it's just interesting to see what robert eggers is going to do not being under a24 i think it will be fine but it's just one of those things where it's quite interesting to see if it's going to feel different but that that was about it they're they're the main ones i mean i'm pretty sure i've watched other stuff but they're the ones that uh come to mind nice you it yeah, well, I mean, this must not be easy because I uh, I am watching a series at the moment, but I can't talk about it because it's embargoed until Tuesday. So it's a new series that's coming next Friday. You'll probably be able to guess from that what it is. It's quite a popular series, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. So that, that's what I've been watching. But also, uh, so I, I started after live season three, um, and that and it's it's it's, it's good so far. It, it, it's funny, really, because I because I think Ricky Gervais. I really like Ricky Gervais and um, the various projects that he's done. You know, The Office and extras and stuff. Although I th- I think Afterlife is probably. I, I I don't think it's it's his strongest writerly effort in terms of writing because uh, I think, um, I I because I think there are scenes that make me really laugh and there are scenes that just make me cry and it's it's great from that point of view but i think sort of structurally i i think it's not as strong as like office or extras or even Derek actually which is you know it's first or, one after. or idiot abroad it, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Idiot Broad's a different one. Though, <laughs> Although it's funny because I, I feel like... Idiot Broad. Yeah, Idiot Broad's great, but also like Stephen Merchant is doing his own stuff. He did The Outlaws yeah. recently on BBC, which yeah. is very good. And also Carl Pilkington has done his own series called Sick of It. And that's a very good series as well. So it's got, And it's um, it's quite interesting seeing how they've sort of like progressed, you know, for, from you know from their podcast days and stuff um so yeah that that was good i've I've also been continuing uh my binge watch of uh downton abbey um which is now available on on netflix it's funny really because i i I was going into it because the there's a sequel movie coming out in march and i felt like i needed to prepare for it so so i thought oh watch it'll be light it'll be light entertainment i can watch you know on my days and it did start like that like the first season is pretty much like who stole the snuff box in uh, Lord Grantham's uh, in Lord ba- in Grantham's bedroom and stuff like that. But then it became, it becomes a really sort of poignant drama at times. Like and then the second season goes into like the First World War and sort of like the injuries incurred from that. And then the third season comes from like um, s- sort of like the post-war attitudes and how you know certain women can just die from childbirth. So like a major character dies at, at some point, which was a massive shock. Like it was like something that and I'm I'm sort of fully into it. It it is very um very posh and very white and uh everything like that. But I think for the time it's actually quite diverse in some ways. You've got a gay character, you've got um uh women trying to be uh more feministic because it's sort of the time when uh, votes for for women were being being enforced and stuff like that. And it becomes it I, I'm I, I'm I'm very into it despite despite all its um it has it has a few flaws but I I'm sort of getting into it now. Um, and there's also the Bay, which was on ITV recently. The f- third season, the third season of the Bay. Um, uh, the first two series had like Morvan Christie being the main detective of Morgan Bay, which is in West Lancashire. Um, but now they've changed the main character, which I think is good because also the first two seasons of the Bay were very were very sort of very centered on very white characters, and now they've brought it in to make it a bit more diverse. So they have. Um, uh, it focuses it, it focuses on a family liaison officer who investigates a murder um, of a young uh, Muslim boxer, and they go into the family, and it's a really interesting thing because it's like because most with most detective dramas on British telly, it's rare to have a, um, an Islamic funeral being seen. It's usually there's the same sort of like Christian mourning situation where they just go to the funeral. But here, I don't think I've ever seen a, an Islamic funeral on, on, on British telly before, and I think that's that that's a really good thing. But it's 
despite all that, it's very formulaic as well. <laughs> so it's sort of, it's got the diversity or stuff, brilliant. But you kind of can foresee what's going to happen, if you know what I mean. Um, but it's entertaining. It's on ITV. Um, I'm assuming it'll be on BritBox for our international listeners uh, at some point. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Nice. So next week's movie. Um, Larry, what's it going to be? Ewan, what's it going to be? <laughs> well, well, I've I've selected uh, twenty eight days later, but you you also suggested twenty eight weeks later as well, didn't you? Ken? Yeah, maybe we, maybe if we get the time to do, I'll do both. But yeah, I was going to say a double feature would be good. A double feature, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's not that long ago I watched those, to be honest. So, I, but yeah, I'll do both of them again. So twenty eight days later, so. Many thanks for listening. If you want to come on the show one day and, you know, promote your work or whatever, um, give us a shout on Twitter. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, it's the Bones Horror Pod. Facebook's Bones Horror Podcast. Instagram's Bones Horror Pod. And uh, you can email us at boneshorrorpod at gmail.com. So anyway, many thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully it'll be next week, the week after, where we will get another podcast out. So uh, thank you very much. and. Uh, We'll uh, speak to you again soon. Thank you.